What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Uncensored Podcast. I'm your host, Carter Haas, and I'm here with our two very special guests today. Starting at defense, the muscle ball himself at five foot seven, two hundred pounds, Jack El Jefe Makirnai. How about five eight, one seventy next time? Close enough. Thanks for having us on. Okay, and then starting for the intramural basketball team at Kentucky, astonishing six foot four. 175 pounds, Clay Crutzinger. So, yep, we got the two the boys on our podcast today. Sadly, Wick could not make it today. He is in South Carolina on a little vacation before school, so he will be back for the next episode. So, I'm gonna get right into this with some questions for Mr. McKiernan. Okay, so Jack. You know, obviously, you committed to transy for the cross. It's been your sport. Mm-hmm. So, was there ever a time where you thought, huh, maybe I don't want to play college across. Maybe I just want to go to college, just have fun. Like, was there ever a point that, like, that crossed through your mind? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, I didn't really think about playing college across, like, my freshman and sophomore year. Uh, I kind of just started thinking about it, like, when I started getting recruited, like, summer going into junior year. And then, um... I started looking at schools, but a bunch of my friends I know were going to UK, so at first it was like kind of hard to convince myself that I wanted to play, but uh, I don't know, eventually just over like playing during the season and then playing more summers just like with my buddies, like I realized that it's probably best if I played in college just because, you know, it would give me like a reason to do good in school and not just, you know, like slack off and mm-hmm. do whatever I want. Yeah, so like... Did your parents, like, did they want you to play lacrosse, or did they, like, they, if you want to play, it's fine, but if you don't want to play, like... No, yeah, they definitely wanted me to play. Like, um, I think, like, as I started, uh, kind of narrowing, like, my schools down, they, <laughs> they, like, wanted me to make a choice, and, um, yeah, I, I took a little bit long to make the choice, honestly, but, and, you know, I was just trying to kind of feel things out, but definitely they did want me to play, um, yeah, they've always... Uh, supported me like mm-hmm. sports after high school. Yeah. So, what's, what are you looking forward to most of Trinity, like lacrosse and just like school wise? Um, honestly, I'm looking forward to like just playing college lacrosse with like a bunch of guys that I know is going to be like definitely a step up in competition from the high school level. Like, just guys in college are just bigger, faster, stronger. So, definitely like excited about that and just uh, meeting new people and like. I know that, like, I'm, all, I'm going there with uh, Welch, Andrew Welch and Robbie, who you guys know, and so, like, it's just us three. We don't really know anyone else. Like, we've met a couple guys, but, so, yeah, it'll be fun to, like, meet new people from out of state and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, were there any other colleges that you were looking at, at playing lacrosse at besides Transy, or was Transy just, like, your main option? Well, yeah, at first I was looking at, um, like, really four schools, Transy, Center, um, the school called Aurora, which is a D3 school, like, close to Chicago. And then a school called Baldwin-Wallace, which is a D3 school in Cleveland, Ohio. And um, I visited both those schools, the Chicago and Cleveland one, but I just, like, wanted to stay closer to home because, uh, I don't know, I just didn't want to have to drive, like, seven hours yeah. every time I was coming home and then, like, going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's take a look back at your college, I mean, your Trinity lacrosse career. What would you say your greatest accomplishment 
for the lacrosse-wise that Trinity was? Uh, honestly, I would say, I don't know, probably we made it to state three times. Um, we never really got it done, but, you know, it was cool to be there. And we also, I would say probably beating St. X our senior year during the regular season. I know that we didn't uh, get it done in state, but that was the first time we'd beaten St. X in, like, five years, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was really cool. And we did it on their field, which was, which made it even better. So, yeah, probably beat St. X. So, what would you say your favorite churning moment was, excluding lacrosse? Uh, I would definitely say senior retreat. Uh, I would recommend senior retreat to literally anybody that goes to Trinity. Um, a lot of guys are, like, kind of skeptical of it going in because, like, you – you hear things, and then also, like, you ask about things, and people don't really, like, tell you what it's about, and it's, like, you don't really know what to expect, but it was, yeah, it was awesome. It just, like, <clears throat> I don't want to give too much away about it, but, like, just, yeah. it, it just makes you, uh, it makes you a lot closer with people that you didn't really expect to, like, be friends with. So, how would you say, from your freshman year to your senior year, how would you say Trinity really, like, made a brotherhood with, like, Guys you didn't know going in, and then you being able to meet new guys and just form like that brotherhood. Uh, I would say it's stuff like advising, like getting to meet older guys, definitely. Um, like a lot of guys freshman year coming in are really nervous. Like, I know I was pretty nervous. For, like, I had a lot of friends coming into freshman year, but still, like, it's just a new environment and you don't really know fully what to expect. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, having that advising and being able to, like, talk with older guys and then also the house system and uh, playing sports, it just, I mean, you're around those guys, like, from, I mean, it, like, I know football freshman year, I was at school from, like, 8 in the morning to 8 at night every day because of, like, lifting and all that. So, yeah. like, when you're with those guys, like, all day, every day, you, like, you're going to get close to them no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, for, you know, people out there that, like, are just- Deciding high schools like where to go because like, there's a bunch of good options in like Louisville area. Why Trinity? Why like what would you, you say to push them over the edge to go to Trinity? Um, I would just bring it back to that brotherhood. Like, um, yeah, I shadowed Saint X. Saint X is a great school. I would definitely like not just uh, like be narrow minded about one school is some mm-hmm. advice I would give. Like, give other schools options. But yeah, Trinity like. Um, they really just set you up to, like, have success. The teachers want to see you do good. Like, I know at other schools you may uh, ask to see a teacher and they might just, like, blow you off or whatever. And then – but at Trinity, like, they actually want to help you out. So Yeah, definitely. Like, and they'll, like, reach out if they, you know, want to help you. So, you know, you got a State Farm job. You're at State Farm right now. Yep. How would you say, like, working a job has, like – improved you like socially or like being able to like talk to people well pretty much all i do at state farm is just give cold calls to people so i kind of have to be like good at talking to people like if i'm gonna try to get their business so um that is definitely like helps me in that aspect just being able to like um i don't know like have a good conversation with people and have like try to get them to buy whatever you're selling and so, uh, last question for you. How would you say, like, so you know your dad, Carrie, obviously, like, a huge Trinity fan. Like, still, like, even at his age, he's always at the Trinity events, football games even. How would you say he really helped you fit in at Trinity, like, with him being there, like, a lot? Uh, well, he definitely gave me, like, some really good advice. 
um, going into Trinity, like, he went there in the 90s, so it was a little bit different, obviously, but, like, still Trinity, even though it's changed over the years, like, the basic values of the school are still the same. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he gave me just, like, some really good advice, you know, just be polite, um, you know, try to take everything in and just take it slow, because it really does go by fast. Like, the fact that it's, like, I'm going into junior year right now, like, Oh yeah. I remember freshman year like No, yeah, same. Like I remember I remember freshman like like fall of freshman year like yeah. it was like a year ago. Yeah, like I remember moments in class that just happened in freshman year yeah. like, like it was yesterday, but then it's like you have two more years of it. I know. It's crazy. I would just yeah, you just got to like take it slow cuz you know, it goes by way too fast. Yeah. So now we're going to turn it over to Mr. Kretzinger. Yes, sir. So, okay, so obviously, you know, one of the best mid defensive middies in the state for lacrosse. So why did you choose not to play college lacrosse? Was it because schools didn't offer you or was it because you thought you were burned out and you just wanted to go to college and get, like, the full college experience as a student? Uh, so my experience, uh, like, freshman, sophomore, and like, most of junior year, I was kind of just sat and going to a big, like, SEC school and having mm-hmm. fun and stuff. And it was kind of like summer going into senior year, I started getting contacted by, like, schools like Center and Aurora, like Jack mentioned. And I uh, took a visit to Center, and I was actually uh, kind of debating between there and Kentucky pretty heavily. But uh, I just decided, uh, I think a bigger school is probably better for me. And I, I mean, Center's a great school. Uh, yeah. Great academics. It set me up great in the future, but I just felt like Kentucky was a better fit for me. And lacrosse-wise, like, I love lacrosse, but I don't know if I uh, could, like, I don't know if I love it enough to go play four more years. Yeah. Especially, like, like a lower-level lower school, because, like, if you're going to, like, a high-end, like, yeah. D1 school, it's going to be, like, a lot different of a... Yeah. So, but why Kentucky? So, like, you know, there's a lot of different schools you could have picked, like, even some more SEC schools, like, that you could have picked, but, like, why Kentucky? Um, well, for one, it's close to home. I didn't want to go too far. I was looking at, like, schools like Auburn and South Carolina, but kind of like Jack said, I didn't want to be, like, eight hours away from home, really. And at Kentucky, like, my brother goes there. I know a bunch of his friends and a ton of my friends are going there. So, like, I'll be I'll be getting new experiences, but I'll also have somewhat of a home feel to it. Yeah. So, what are you looking forward most to you at going into Kentucky? Like, you know, as a freshman, you know, your, your brother's obviously, he's been there, so he knows, like, what's yeah. up at Kentucky. So, like, what are your goals? Like, what are you looking most forward to going to Kentucky? Um, I'm really looking forward to rushing this fall uh, and finding a fraternity that suits me and, like, pledging and stuff and joining that. And then also just meeting a ton of new people, like, from everywhere around the world. Like, some, my, some of my brother's best friends are just, like, he's a really good friend from Michigan and whatnot. So, yeah. I'm just excited to meet new people and have new experiences. Yeah. So... What would you say your favorite Trinity moment was? Like this, your favorite lacrosse Trinity moment? A lacrosse fraternity, like Jack said, beating St. X in the regular season this year was, I mean, great. Like, it's kind of hard to top that. But um, going to UNC camp, we only got to do that one year, going into senior year because of COVID. And that really, that was good. Uh, I feel like it really just helped our team bond. Mm -hmm. And um, it kind of built a bond that I didn't feel like we had in years past. And I think that really helped, like, kind of set us up for the season. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you know, you were, went to North Oldham or, like, or in that area your whole life. Yeah. So, like, you were obviously really close there. And you, I know you have some friends there you still keep in touch with now. So, like, 
why go to Trinity when you know you have all those connections and worth all of them? Like you can just stay there and you fit in right away. It's like why Trinity for you? Like why did you choose to go to Trinity? I'm honestly going to Trinity is pretty tough because I only knew like there's only I think one or two other kids in my class that went to Trinity from North. But the main thing was kind of well one ac- uh, academics like it's a kind of a higher step up and like I feel like when people like see your resume and see that you went to Trinity in the future, it's kind of like a like it kind of stands out more. And athletics-wise, uh, the sports I played, uh, Trinity had, had a lot of success in. And I was just looking to uh, have a lot of success in high school athletics. Yeah. So what would you say your favorite Trinity moment was? Like, as, like school-wise, or like it could be a football game or something like that? Um, school, I mean, senior retreat is something special that, like, you only can experience once in your life. And, yeah. Um, that definitely like stood out to me and like you meet or you don't meet a bunch of new people but like you come close with a bunch of people like that you really never spoke to in the past like four years of high school and then also like from an athletic standpoint like uh, going to the football game at Mail I believe it was our freshman year it was a packed house like it was crazy and then also uh, senior year this year playing St. X in basketball like those are just fun events to be a part of and like go cheer on your brothers and yeah so, what would you say your favorite career game at Trinity was as a fan and as a lacrosse player? As a lacrosse player, uh, probably St. X this year, like I said, but like also uh, my freshman, or yeah, freshman, sophomore, and junior year, we played like a school called Culver Military Academy, they're like top five school yeah. in the nation, it's just like such a neat experience to play a team like that like we got killed but it was still just like just doing stuff like that like you don't really get the opportunity to do that at a lot of other schools and then like as a fan uh probably that male football game my freshman year because like it was like sold out like our student section got like on max preps because we were like going crazy yeah and that's that was fun mm-hmm. so uh, so now we're actually going to flip it. So you guys can ask me some questions on like what you guys think that I should know about Trinity. You want to go first? All right, yeah. Uh, I'll try to think of one. Um, let's see. So, yeah, your brother is going to be a freshman. Yep. And he's going to be on the basketball team. So how do you think that's going to like – like how do you think that's going like, like, to play out with you being a manager and him being like – like if like if, when, if he continues to play basketball because he's a soccer player, mm-hmm. of course – but like, let's say he decides to play basketball four years, like, and you're the manager. How do you think? Like, do you think that'd be fun or no? Yeah, I think it'd be fun because, like, I feel like seeing him play basketball. I know how he likes to play, and like, what he, it's like at Anchorage, he's always been the best player. Like, it's been him and then everyone else. Yeah. So I feel like him kind of coming in, like, and we've talked about this, like him coming into a new team where it's like you got the players from every, like, the best eighth grade players from like all the schools around. On one team, so it's like you're not just gonna be the top dog automatically. Like yeah. at Trinity, you're gonna have to like fight for it. Like the biggest thing I'd say about Trinity is nothing's given to you. Like they don't really care like how talented you are. If it's like if you're talented but you don't have like the work ethic, you're not gonna play much. For sure. So basically, I think that, like he definitely has a chance in both sports to like go a long way. But it's really just how much work and effort he wants to put into both of them. Because, like, you know, he could half-ass both of them and then not end up 
going anywhere. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I know that I've seen like a ton of guys at Trinity in football, especially be just because I played for two years, but also in other sports that like they'll come in freshman year and like they'll be so talented and so good, but they just don't give a shit. So, yeah. Like, and then they just like they end up quitting or they end up transferring because they don't get playing time. And it's just like it kind of sucks because like it's like those kids that if they really wanted it, like they could like definitely play D one. Yeah, it was like I feel like one of my moments for that was like I know it was I wasn't a part of this team or on it, but there was like you know stories around that freshman football team like my class they were having some issues because like you know they're freshmen they're like they haven't they haven't won a game yet mm-hmm. they are having some issues. And so, like, the seniors, like, I, like, came down to talk to them. Because, like, about, like, how it's like to be an actual team. Because, like, freshman year, when you throw just a bunch of, you're throwing a bunch of guys together that really never played with each other before. Right. So, like, you know, you'll obviously have some chemistry issues there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it was actually a really, a wake-up call for them that, hey, either you're going to be a team, or you're not going to, you're not going to be able to play much longer here. Because, yeah. like, training is a school, they're not going to put up with it. Like, either you go out and perform and have a good attitude, or else they'll bench you. Because yeah. they have other guys. Trinity has so many guys that they could just throw in somewhere. Yeah, like, they, they really don't care. It's, like, the same with school, too. Like, like there's, like, a, a lot of kids that come in freshman year, and they just do, like, wild-ass shit in class. And, yeah. And, like, like, Trinity just, like, they don't care if, like, you're, you know, doing that crap. Like, they're just going to... They're like, all right, like if you're if you're not gonna like try here, then you can just go somewhere else. Like, like we don't need you. Yeah, like they're not gonna keep you around if you aren't like. Yeah, it's like they want you there and they want yeah. you to do good there, but it's like if you're not like trying or like if you're just like taking it as a joke, then like they're more than happy to just be like, yeah, you can go. Because like Trinity is like they'll give you leeway, but it's like but then when you try and just start pushing it, like pushing your boundaries more there. That's when they'll just start to like push down on you more. Oh yeah, no, like that definitely, like yeah, it's not like it's like a no, like a, you know, like no fun zone. Or yeah, something. it's not like a no fun zone. Like they give you a ton of leeway and like they try to work with you and stuff, and like you'll definitely get like a ton of warnings before you actually like get in trouble. But um, yeah, that's the one thing I did like about Trinity. Like I know that talking to my friends at Saint X, like. A lot of the times, like, they would tell me that they got jugs for, like, stuff at Trinity that they just, like, wouldn't really care about. Like, like if, if they saw your phone, I, I heard people say that they got jugs for just, like, peop, like teachers just, like, seeing their phone. Like, at Trinity? Like, seeing their phone. No, it's saying X. Yeah. And then it's, like, at Trinity, like, they're, like, obviously in the last couple of years, they've started like cracking down more about phones and stuff. But it's not like they're going to, like... Give you, I mean, maybe a couple of teachers, but it's not like they're going to give you a jug for just seeing it. Yeah, but it's like, because like, Sanix, like, it, they're, again, grade school, I almost went there if it wasn't yeah. for Trinity, like, being there. If it was, a, if Trinity was an option, I was going to Sanix. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I know, like, they have, like, the whole hair policy where it's like, if your hair is, like, over a certain length, then they'll jug you. But, yeah. yeah. So, Clay, you got any questions? Oh, uh, yeah, so... This is your first year as being a lacrosse manager. Mm-hmm. You've obviously been a basketball manager yeah. for the past mm-hmm. two. Uh, what made you want to come out and help okay. us out this year? So, it actually kind of relates to basketball in a way. So, basically, it was after that seventh region game, we lost a male. Like, I was just, I was crushed after that because, like, 
seeing how hard those guys work, like for that moment to get there, and then like that's how you lose, like that's how you go out, like that sucks. And then it's like, because then like you know Noah, like Noah McQuillan, Logan, Maverick, Sam, like all my boys, like they're like, hey, you should come out and do this, because like you know, shout out to like Charlie Flynn and Ad Rock, like they were both great, but like because I know like but neither of them could like film, and so like and they knew I had and Mr. Schultz too, like they knew I had experience like filming. And so I knew, like, okay, I can come in and do this and be a part of a new team, like a new environment, and try and help win a state championship where I couldn't do it in this sport. So that was kind of, like, the mindset. Because, like, they had tried to sell me out for a while, like, during basketball season. And so I kind of just, like, blew it off a little bit. Yeah. But then it was, like, after basketball, like, I really gave it hard thoughts. Like, I wasn't doing anything after basketball. Like, I'm kind of just going home every day. And so, like, the... But yeah, the reason I chose to run the cross because like I had only heard good things like from about P and like all that stuff, and like I will say though because like the lacrosse and basketball they're they're different in ways, but they're also similar in ways because yeah. like Pete and Zay obviously had different coaching styles. So like, but it was nice to be able to be with a new team. I mean, obviously, like we had our up our ups was like you know beating NBA beating. South Oldham and beating St. X all in like the span of like a week. Yeah. But then it's like, you know, you obviously you obviously didn't get it get it done at the very end, which obviously sucked. But I would say it was definitely a lot of fun. Like I feel like the lacrosse team I was was more interactive with outside of like just the lacrosse team. Like because yeah. like, basketball was kind of like you know you got basketball and then you gotta go home and like. But then, like, with the lacrosse team, it's like, you know, you might go hang out with, like, people. Like, I felt, like, more it felt more inclusive outside of lacrosse, yeah. is what I would say. But, yeah, lacrosse was definitely really fun, though. Yeah. Any other questions? Yeah. You gonna, uh, you plan on being a double manager for the uh, rest of your attorney career? So, I know I'm, I'm definitely gonna do it this year. And so, like, probably, the, I think basketball's a given. I think I'm definitely gonna just, stick with that all four years uh-huh. and then I feel like depending on just how this year goes for the cross if I if I like it how I did like it last year I'll definitely keep doing it mm-hmm. but yeah that's only gonna be a year by year thing but yeah next year I'm definitely doing lacrosse yeah Good, yeah try to get you a, a ring or two yeah because like yeah. we definitely have the talent on this next year's team I mean you do. think about it let's see like next year I think we Definitely got it. The twenty, like next and then the year. year after that. Let's see. Well, the year after that. Yeah, this class. It's Logan and Sam and Halston all are gonna be seniors. Yeah, the class of your class. That's gonna be a junior this year. They're stacked. Yeah, our the twenty five class is really good, but like yeah, we we should definitely win this year. Like you know, like we have to Grandi still. Like that's big. Like we've had him like all these yeah. years. And even when you the Grandi leaves the following year, you have Wickle, who's gonna be a senior goalie and. Like, He'll know what he's doing. And, like, Wickle could have been a starting goalie on almost any other team in the state. Definitely. If not, like, just the Midwest even. Yeah. Like, we had three, like, we had three goalies. The depth of goalie we had was crazy. We had three goalies that were easily, like, top seven, top six in the state. Yeah. But, like. But, you know, I mean, it's just tough because goalie's just, like, it's just that one guy. You can't. Yeah. Three goalies in. It's like 
lacrosse is so hard to be a lacrosse. I feel like it's not hockey only. It's like, like you have, you have you have your stick and then that's it. Yeah, they're kind of like it's like goalies kind of have like a couple of screws loose. Like yeah. it's kind of I always say it's like playing paintball without a gun. Basically, yeah. Like you're just getting like a rubber ball just whipped at you. All exactly. Game. It's like and you just have to stand in front. Because like they have to rely so much on their defense because like. It's so hard to be able to move like there's like move that fast to be able to like stop a shot. It's like yeah, I mean there's some good like you gotta think like you never really well uh, you never really blame a goalie for a game unless he played real real bad. Yeah, like and then also I mean actually this isn't true because our goalies still had to run and it's probably the same for other teams too. But yeah, but yeah like I don't know I don't, like our, definitely our face off guys like Canton and Brantle they would just. Like sit off the side and face off, like all practice. Yeah, like, like having Brantle as a back, like because like he is more than capable of coming in and winning a face off, like when you need it. Yeah. Because like, you know, he might not look the, like the part like Canton does, but you know he can. He's, also, like when Canton leaves and he's a senior, he's also going to be like, he's going to be he's will have gone against Canton in practice. Oh yeah, like that for definitely three years. Like so we, that'll definitely. I mean, I I've met, like he's already gotten a lot better. Like just when he was a freshman. Yeah, and like taking the reps against like a D one player like Canton is just taking those reps constantly. Yeah. Against someone like that good at face offs. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely good for him. And they work. They work a ton outside of the season together. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I definitely think like with the team we have this year, we'll definitely be short at um defensive mid, like midi D. Yeah. Will be definitely be our like weak spot this year. It's like we'll have to like rotate a lot of players in mm-hmm. at that spot. But like, you can like D midi is one of those positions though where it's not like attack where like you just have to be good at offense, a good shooter, a good passer, like good off ball. D midi is really just about like hustle and like you just gotta be in, like if you're you just gotta decent, be a dog. If you're a decent athlete and like yeah have like a little bit of toughness to you, like you're yeah like I think like I think you guys will be fine. Like you put. Whistle's a good offensive player, but I think he could be a good two-way player. Definitely. Like could, and, like, like, probably an emphasis – I'd say put a emphasis on Whistle playing defense because – just because the offense is going to be so stacked. Oh, yeah, like you know, Hollister. Ryan, then, like, yeah. The way Ryan came on this year. Oh, yeah, he's like, going to be – And then, like, McQuillan, like, Ryan, and uh, Logan. Logan, they can all go both ways. Yeah, like, yeah. They're all athletic enough and, like – And, yeah, you know, like, Huck's there, too, still. Like, yeah, it's just – it's just depth. Like, I'm trying to think. Uh, no. I mean, there's definitely going to be, like, some athletes, like, some kids that come up to the varsity actually that were on JV last year that are athletes, like, where you can make them into D-Middies. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's... It's like, you know, you know we'll have um, Sam and Maverick back on defense and, like... Sam Neff, Tambo. Tambo, like... So, we, we should be fine back there. And, like, it's August. Season starts in March. But, like... But the one thing I would say that I did not like about the lacrosse was the scheduling. Because I feel like we played all our elite opponents early in the year, like before spring break. Yeah. Like then, like, it felt like every game at the very end was like one of those running clock games. Like yeah. every time. So I feel yeah, like, like... I know. It's, it's kind of difficult because I feel like teams don't want to... Like, especially from out of state when you know the competition is going to take a step up. Some teams don't want to schedule games late into the year where they yeah. they can risk getting their players injured for the playoffs. Yeah. So I get it like that, but also, yeah, I think we did a little bit better job of it this year, this past year, than we did when we were juniors. Like when we were juniors, we had 
23 games. Like, we would be playing three to four games a week, and at the second half of the season, it was three to four games a week against, like, DeSales and, like, yeah, just yeah. teams that you know that you're going to beat by 19, like, zero in the first quarter. Like, yeah. After spring break and the first few rounds of, like, districts and playoffs and stuff, it's kind of just, like, tough to, like, stay in, like, Definitely. have, like, it's a tough to stay motivated. mindset and stuff, because, like, no offense, like these schools, but you're just going against like some lesser schools, and like, yeah, it's kind of easy to get lackadaisical and like kind of lose. Like, yeah, definitely. Well, because like yeah. you know, you like you have your NBA, you got North Old, you got South Old, and then you got Saint X all in that one week. You know, you're gonna be locked in for all those games because mm-hmm. like those are the best teams. Like is South and Saint X are the two best, like, two of the three best teams in the state along with us. Yeah. So like you know you're gonna be locked in for those games because like you. Know how much meaning they have. It's yeah. It's, it's like it's important to like for us. We I think we did a really good job of staying focused for the big games before spring break. I think after spring break we kind of took like a little bit dip off. Like we came right yeah. off spring break and we played Carmel, and we like shit the bed. We played. We didn't like terrible. We played a really good. Half. We played a really we played a good first half. Like we were like. And then we just didn't score in the second. Like half. I think we were. I think we went to the half down one. And we just couldn't do a thing. We couldn't get the ball. Yeah, we just we couldn't. And then we go on the road again, and we we played. I thought we played really well against Upper Arlington. Yeah. But it just did. Like there was just a couple of things that just didn't go our way. Yeah. yeah. They're they're probably the second best team we played other than WR. They were really good, and I thought we. I thought we. I thought there was times in that game where we looked really good. Yeah, like especially first half. We yeah. went to half like tied. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and they. They ended up losing in the semifinals to Cincy Saint X, who ended up beating them again. But they were—I mean, I'm pretty sure they were supposed to beat Cincy Saint X, but Cincy Saint X was good. I think that after Saint X beat Cincy Saint X at their place, it kind of like turned a tide in their season because before that they were just—I don't know. Yeah. Like they—they—they they, they weren't playing like they weren't playing as good as how good they actually were. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, after that game, I think they just got confidence and, yeah, they want to roll from It's that. like, I really feel like Kentucky lacrosse, once it becomes an actual sanctioned sport, which is going to be next year, mm-hmm. it's really going to take, I feel like a lot more kids will actually start playing lacrosse. And like, oh, yeah. like, the thing is about lacrosse, if you're athletic enough and you have enough hand-eye coordination, you could you could play. I mean, yeah, there's teams, like, every, like every year there's more and more teams that have a lacrosse team. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's just a matter of time before, like, Kentucky lacrosse takes off. Yeah, because I mean, right now there's a couple really, like you said, Trinity, Saint X, and South. Like those three teams in Louisville can compete with like almost anybody in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, but like besides that, like I, there's a couple decent Lexington teams. I'm like, well, we beat Lexington Catholic. Like Eastern is pretty pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, some years. Yeah. Like we can't, like no no knock on Lexington Catholic, but like they think like. Like, Lexington teams always think they're, like, always re- going to be really good, and then they, like, come play local teams, and it's, like, well, such like, a big Yeah, game. right now you have, like, the two different, like, divisions where it's, like, you have, like, your Lexington and Bowling Green teams. So like, that's your tournament, and then you got, like, the Louisville side where it's, like, that's your tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be lopsided for a couple years just because, like, things can't just change that quickly. But I think over time you'll start to, like – you give it, like, 15 years – yeah, I yeah. think you'll start to see it, like, kind of balance out yeah. across the state. And, like, there will be teams – it's just lacrosse getting bigger. It draws more kids that want to play and then draws better coaching the bigger the game gets. And, like, 
it's just like a matter of time before there starts to be like some really good teams in the CW. Yeah, because like you can definitely see like teams will like have like one like a lot of teams have like one like really solid player on their team, but then it's like their whole other the rest of their team is just like yeah. And I I, I like I kind of wish that we had it sanctioned when we played because I know that like. That would just be so much more fun to play like a big tournament with like, like an actual like, with yeah. like thirty two teams like that'd be awesome and yeah. you know that you're gonna play more than like just two like decent like or like two good teams you know that yeah because there's like, like some teams that you know like you're gonna have to try against and I really think that like I feel like the KHSAA just needs to do like in the, like the lacrosse committee like as well everyone needs to just need to do away with the random draw because I think it's really just stupid how it's like. We should never have played San X in the first round of that game. Like oh. that, that, that was the two best teams in the state, like by far. Like, oh yeah, you mean oh you mean in the semifinals? Yeah, like yeah. we yeah. never should have had to play them like, yeah. in the second round. That's true, but it's also like we're gonna have to play them either way. So it's like yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really care. Yeah, I, didn't I know that there was like a lot of there was a lot of guys that were kind of saying like, oh, I wish we could have played in the state, but I mean for me it was just like. You know, yeah, we're gonna yeah. play them on our field either way. We're, we're gonna, gonna have play to, them. We're gonna have to beat them to win. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I didn't see for. Or I didn't foresee South beating Saint X in the semifinals. I mean, I don't know. I watched their first game. And it was really, really close. South played really good, but like, yeah. After that, Cincy Saint X game, yes. Saint X's offense kind of just like yeah, Saint X kind of kicked into gear and like actually played to their potential for the rest. Yeah. of Yeah, because like that that. The first time we played them, like we just laid it on them. We kicked their ass. Like we, like it, we really did. We really did. Like it just, it did not look like the Saints lacrosse that just won a state championship the past year. Yeah. Like it looked like a different team. Like it's like, I was expecting like a hard fought game, from like start to finish, which like it was. But I mean like, they didn't score a goal in the whole third quarter. Yeah. I think. Well, also keep in mind we did. That was probably the best game. That might have been the best game that. We played like while I was a trainee, yeah, definitely as a team, and we came into that game like super focused, just because like, like you know, we knew it was on the line, and we were going into spring break after that, so we were kind of like, all right, let's just give it all out, and then like we go into spring break, we're off a week, we go to Punta Cana to relax, yeah, in quotations, um, <laughs> but then you know, and but like yeah, I think that's kind of, I mean, they definitely didn't play very good, but that was like. Like, we, that was our best game that we could have played, probably. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Because, like, I will say, in the second game against NX, I felt like there was... The energy just didn't seem like it was there, like it was that first game, in a way. Yeah. I felt like we were too serious going into that second game, in my opinion. Because, like, I feel like... Obviously, you got to be locked in. Yeah. But I feel like we were just so tight and, like, yeah. knowing that how close of a game it was going to be... Not one losing to them a second. Well, yeah. Also, we just—I mean—we we got punched in the mouth. Like credit to them, they were like really like energized coming out. Well, and we like, were just yeah. like we were just like kind of flat coming out. Honestly. Yeah, definitely. I, like I feel like we were like kind of too locked in on the expectation, not just like playing loose and stuff, and it kind of. Yeah, like if we—I feel like if we were like more because like that first game, like we were locked in, we were loose, we were energetic, yeah. and then and we, it's also like you know they beat us five years in a row. So they had everything to lose. Like they were number they, one. Yeah. Like they had everything to lose. 
And like, because like people expected us to lose, because like by now it's almost just become like the norm. It's like, like after it, you lose for five years, it's like nineties. It's like nineties bulls. Like you expect them to just like. Or yeah, yeah. Or it's like sometimes like how the trade or like how the Kentucky Louisville football rivalry is like. Like for a couple years, one team's gonna be a lot better than the other team, and for the other couple years, the other yeah. team's gonna like take over. But yeah, but yeah, like credit to them. They um, in the second game, like. They just played a lot better than us. Yeah. Like they really did. Like, yeah. like we kind of like, we had spurts where we were like we would keep it close. And I feel like Coach Carr plays it like this. It's not an emergency unless you make it an emergency. But it's like we kind of made it an emergency. Like, yeah. At, yeah. It was like, I was, and we already like, beat them. We were number one in the state. Like, they weren't playing good. So I mean, at that point, I think everyone was looking at us as like definitely the favorite for state. Definitely. So by that point, though, by the time we play the second game, it's it's almost like we had everything to lose. Yeah. So like the like script kind of flipped, and then you know. Oh, so we're some bad team after we get back. Because uh, I feel like the way we like we definitely could have beaten that second game if we just kind of took it in a different direction. Like, think I feel like if we had the mindset where it's like if we don't think we're going to lose, we won't lose. Because I feel like we kind of put it all on ourselves, like you said. Like, we have everything to lose this game. We're number one. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, when you put too much on yourself, it doesn't help you. Time just pushes you down more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think everyone was also just too focused on just like, trying to play really good we, yeah. we were just like letting the game come to us it's like if you try and play too perfect it just you yeah. won't play perfect right yeah okay well I think that's gonna wrap up this episode of the Uncensored Podcast Clay you got any more questions anything else uh not really no okay uh, yeah um I was gonna ask uh both your parents are big State Farm agents mm-hmm so like, have you given any thought to okay. what you're so, gonna do after after high school so or I mean, maybe after college? You're interviewing two State Farm employees right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, yeah, <laughs> so like, I mean, I'm obviously gonna give it like some thought because like knowing like what they like because like my mom's like her dad was started the agency then she took over yeah then like her dad got my dad into State Farm and mm-hmm. so like always knowing like the success they've had with it but then it's like. So I'm obviously gonna give it thought, but I really would like to do something with sports, whether it's like you know commentating or like just yeah. c- continuing to manage at like a higher level. I'm like, but I, I'll definitely give it a thought. Yeah. But because I definitely think it, like it could be good, but like it's definitely a uh, good thing to fall back on. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's gonna wrap up this episode of the Uncensored Podcast. I'm Carter Haas. I'm Clay Kretzinger. Just want to give Carter uh, thanks for having us on. Jack McKiernan signing out. Thanks to my boy Choss for having us. Thank you for listening.